0: Hello, thanks for checking out the KZMC podcast. My name is April Zaire and I'm an Associate Pastor at KZMC. This podcast is a recording of sermon teachings from our 9.30am Sunday morning worship gatherings. We release a new episode every Tuesday. If you're looking to check out our Sunday mornings, you can find our live stream over on our YouTube channel on Kingsfield Zurich Mennonite Church. We'd also love to have you join us in person. You can find out all the details about our Sunday mornings on our website, kzmc.ca. Thanks for listening and have a great day. It's good to be back with you after a couple of weeks of vacation. And uh, yeah, it's good to get away and I'm glad others have been able to get away as well. And and Kim and I had some some good time together just ourselves in, in Cuba for a week. And it had been a number of years since we've been able to do that. So it's been good. And uh, we brought our kids with us today, just to prove to you that we actually have kids. You've. <laughs> <laughs> I know lots of you have asked about them and are always asking how they're doing and what they're doing. And uh, so, yeah, it's nice to be have you guys with us today. So, Jesus, when he was teaching, often, very often, in fact, used stories. In his teaching uh, we call those stories parables and, and the best definition of a parable that I've ever heard of is uh, that it's an earthly story with a heavenly meaning so in other words he, he started with what people already knew and he helped them to, to think through what they already knew in terms of the things around them to learn some, some spiritual principles that are there and and this story that we find in John 15 this parable of the the vine and the branches Uh, is an important one the people certainly knew uh, knew about grape growing that area of the world was was a big grape growing area and and wine was was a significant part of their their culture and so he took what they knew and, and used what they knew to try and draw them and lead them towards learning spiritual things things that were were true in the heavenly realm and so in this parable he uses this image of the grapevine to, I think, communicate the importance of of being connected. And that's what I want to focus on today, this idea of connection. In the picture, Jesus is the grapevine. That's the main structure of the plant. If you've ever seen a grapevine or been close to them, uh, having grown up on Niagara, where it's a big grape growing area, I've been around a few vines in my day, and uh, Kim's father actually uh, grows grapes on his, his farm for a small vineyard down there, too. So I've spent a little bit of time, not giant amounts of time, working in the vineyards, doing some, some trimming and some tying and all those sorts of things. So I know a bit about it. But the, 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 the vine is that main part that comes out of the ground and goes up. And then the branches are the smaller vines that, that come off of that. And so in this picture, Jesus is, is the vine. He's that main structure that, that is rooted to the ground and goes up, and then you and I, as followers of Jesus, are the branches that, that kind of spread out from there. And the role of the branches is to produce fruit. And of course, in this story, God is the gardener. God is, is very interested in tending that vineyard of seeing fruit being produced. Again, if you've never seen grapes growing, you you might, you probably all have, but it also needs some kind of a structure to grow on. They, they certainly can grow wild, but they usually need something to grow on top of because they are a vine, and they usually cling to different things. And so farmers, as they're growing grapes, have to create structure. And so there's, there's big posts in the ground at the very end and they, they tie metal wires to these, these posts and they go along and then that gives the vine structure. The vine comes up from the ground and the branches then go along the, these wires and they're tied to the wires so they can have that structure to go, go on. And they're connected to those wires. And there when they have that kind of structure, they can grow in a very healthy way. They can grow in a very uh, happy way. The meaning, I think, to this, this earthly story that, that Jesus tells about um, the vine and the branches is, is both, it contains both encouragements and warnings to us. And I want to, reflect, want to reflect on those by thinking about three kinds of connections that we see here that Jesus describes. The first connection is the importance of, of staying connected to the gardener, the understanding what the gardener's purposes that there's a relationship between the gardener and and the fine the, the branches God cares what happens to them the gardener spends an awful lot of time tending to those those branches especially because it's the branches that, that go ahead and produce the fruit and I know having watched that before with my father-in-law he spends an awful lot of time and sometimes needs needs help to to get out there and to tend to those branches it's hard work it doesn't happen by accident and so I think God is is intentional in working with us in offering to work with us if we are willing to work with him in in helping us to be fruitful branches that's his desire because the condition of the branches matters to God their fruitfulness matters to God in the earthly sense if my father-in-law is working out in his his vineyard and he sees uh, branches of his grapevines that are not producing fruit he he recognizes right away that there's something is wrong and and he starts to to work actively to do something about that because he knows those branches are not being and doing what they are supposed to be what they're intended to be about because producing fruit is the main purpose of the plants and so in the same way, God the gardener intends for us as the branches to not only just be alive, and not only just showing signs of life, but also to be producing fruit. See, leaves aren't fruit. If, if you see a branch that, that's producing lots of, lots of leaves, but there's no fruit on that, something is, is not right there. And so God's desire for us is to not just be showing those external signs of life but to actually be producing fruit from us. And so the gardener cares for the grapevines in two ways. First of all, he identifies branches that that aren't healthy. And he cuts them off because he knows that they're, they're not helping the other vines. If it's a branch that's unhealthy, it says he cuts them off. And the second thing is that we see is that he identifies branches that are bearing fruit and he prunes them towards even more fruitfulness and in that i think that's where we see both warnings and encouragements the warning i think is that that as you and i live in relationship with with god through jesus how we live our lives matters how we live our lives makes a difference And as we live and follow Jesus, our relationship with God should cause us to produce fruit. The fruit of the Spirit should be growing in us, should be evident in us. As people get to know us and as we we spend our time and our lives with people, they should be able to see the fruit of the Spirit evidenced in our lives. We ought to be growing in, in love and joy, peace and patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, and self-control all those things that the Bible talks about when it talks about the fruits of the Spirit those things don't save us those things don't mean that that we are Christians or that we're following Jesus but they're, they're evidence of the life that already is in us that as we are following Jesus and as we are living as as people that are uh, that are, are walking in the way of Christ though the fruit of the Spirit is evidence that that, that life is genuine And we should be constantly producing and and growing in our ability to produce fruit. Those things flow out of our relationship with Jesus. And so the warning, I think, is that it's possible for us to to profess a faith in Christ. It's it's possible for us to, to say that we're followers of Jesus and yet not be producing fruit. When we do that, we're cut off. From a healthy relationship with God, we're cut off from from the ability to to receive from God all the good things that He has for us. I mean, God wants us to experience life and full life and abundant life. He wants us to be able to experience the the peace and the joy that only comes through relationship with Him through Jesus. But He also allows us to to be cut off from that because as we choose not to remain connected, as we choose not to. to to go God's way and and go our own way instead. We choose a path of of disconnection. We're cut off from a right relationship with God. We still have a relationship with God, but it's not a right relationship. And God continues to pursue us. God continues to invite us to, to come back to right relationship with Him. But we can live. It's possible for us to live in a way where we're disconnected to the gardener. He'll allow us to walk a path of disconnection. That's the warning, but the encouragement is this, is that when we do choose God's way, then when we do submit to to the gardener and, and our lives are producing fruit, God's work is not done. God's desire for us is to produce even more fruit. God's God's desire for us at at all phases of our life, wherever we're at is to continue to be more and more fruitful he continues to work in us so that we can be more fruitful and he does that by pruning and that's what it says here that that the gardener sees branches that are fruitful but he prunes them so they can become even more fruitful some translations, some Bible translations, depending on what you're reading, might say the word cleaning, but it's, it's the same kind of thing. There's, there's a pruning that takes place that helps the vine become more uh, fruitful. And I've witnessed my father in law doing this. I mean, as you look at the, the vine that comes out of the ground, there's often many different branches that form off of that. And I've watched him cut off perfectly good branches. There's nothing wrong with that branch. There wasn't any, any, uh, any defect with it, but because the desire is to have a few branches that, that produce a lot of good quality fruit, sometimes some good things have to be pruned off, and I think that's true of us as well, that sometimes there's bad things that need to be pruned out of us and we need to submit ourselves to God and God, as God points things out that that are that are in our lives that are hindering our growth and hindering our fruit production we need to cut those things out but we also need to submit ourselves to this this process of pruning and allowing God to decide you know, there, there are some things in your life that aren't necessarily bad they might even be good but in God's will and in God's wisdom he wants to prune them out so that something even better can grow. Sometimes we need to let go of the good in favor of the best. And that process of pruning can be a painful process because if God prunes something good out of our lives, we might question why. Why did that have to go? And we won't always have those answers. But we simply have to trust that, that God, as the gardener, sees the big picture. And God understands what is gonna be best for us in in growing and producing more and more good quality fruit. God doesn't do this pruning to hurt us, although it causes pain sometimes, but he does it ultimately because it will be better for us, even though there might be pain in the fruitfulness or in in the pruning. so we need to remain connected to the gardener trust the gardener trust the gardener that he knows what he's doing submit ourselves to, to any pruning that needs to take place knowing that God's desire is for us to be more uh, more and more like Jesus producing more and more fruit the fruit of the spirit the second kind of connection we see here is connection to the vine so in verse five, Jesus starts to talk about more, more about this connection between the branches and the vine. And again, he describes himself as, as vine. I mean, everything we've just said beforehand assumes that, that it's only possible as we're connected to the vine, because you know all the other structure, the, the wires and the, the, the posts that are put in provide the, the structure, but the life comes from staying connected to the vine. Again, if you've seen grapes, you see the, the vine come out of the ground and the branches spread out. and a lot of times they can just it will just become a, a really dense leafy uh, mass. You won't always necessarily know where one branch starts and the other one stops because they're all kind of intertwined. But if you were to identify one of those branches, and find the place where it's attached into the main vine and you were to cut it off in that place, you wouldn't notice a difference right away. If you were to kind of step back from it and, and look, you wouldn't see an obvious difference right away. But in a short time, you would start to see the leaves on that, that branch start to, to look unhealthy, start to wither. And if you were to come back a day later, you would see a definite difference. Because that branch is no longer connected to the source of life. That branch is no longer really alive. The moment that it's disconnected from the vine, it no longer lives. It's cut off from its source of life. It's cut off from its source of nutrients. Jesus said, those who remain in me and I in them will produce fruit some translations of, of this like the new living use that word remain there's some other translations that, that use the word abide and I actually like that word I mean they both be more or less the same thing but but I, I think I like the word abide better because it makes me think of of your abode I mean the word abide is related to the word abode and your, your abode your place of abode is where you live right it makes me think that uh, that those who make Jesus their place of abode, those that make Jesus their home, will produce much fruit. They will really be alive, and Jesus' life is literally in us. Will be growing and fruitful when we make our home in Him. And when we do that, when we choose to stay connected to the vine, Jesus says in verses nine to eleven that we live in obedience and we'll have overflowing joy. Abundant and full life. And so it's important for us to to stay connected in our relationship to the gardener. It's vitally important for us to stay connected to the vine, Jesus. He's the source of our life. The third area of connection is to stay connected to each other. And then we see Jesus start to say, love each other, in the same way that I have loved you. He uses his love for us. And as he's talking to the disciples, he says to the disciples, in the same way that I have loved you, you now need to love each other. He set himself up as a model for what real love looks like. And so we need connection with the garden, we need connection with Jesus the vine, but he's saying that you need to be connected to each other as well. And that's vitally important also. It's something that can be easily overlooked in this society that we live in. We live in such an individualistic society. It's all about the individual. That we should be independent. We shouldn't need anyone or anything. We should be good enough and strong enough by ourselves to be able to to, to have everything we need. And so because of that... So much of what we see in our society is about what I need and about my rights and about what I want. And because we're part of the society, it can be easy for us to to fall into that kind of thinking. I think that reality has even become involved or or has become reflected in some of our, our more contemporary worship songs too. So much are about the individual. My relationship with God, what God does for me, they can be often be more focused on, on me than about us. And it's not that focusing on my personal relationship with God is a bad thing. That, that's a reality. We all need to have a personal relationship with God, but we also do that in a place of community. I'm not saying that, that me and I is not important when it comes to our relationship with God, but us is also important. We need to find that balance. us is equally important being connected to a community of people who are also following Jesus is vitally important for us and so Jesus gives us this command to love each other to be in relationship with each other to stay connected to each other we know I don't need to remind you or, or, or tell you how difficult that has been over these last two years But I think if anything good has come out of this this season of of pandemic, maybe it's been a reminder to us that we need each other. That we need to be together. That we need to share our lives together. We need to to support and encourage each other and to love each other. And that means sometimes that there will be misunderstandings. Sometimes we'll let each other down. Because anytime we're in a relationship None of us are perfect. and There will there'll be, there'll be things that, that rub us the wrong way. There will be things that are difficult that happen. But it's so important for us to stay connected despite those things and choose grace and choose forgiveness when we disappoint each other or let each other down. And so, this command to, to love each other as I have loved you, it, it sounds really simple on the surface, but the reality of it isn't, isn't simple at all. It can be, it, it's work as well. It, it takes intentionality to do that. But it's an important reminder to us. All three of these things, I think, are important reminders to us to stay connected to the gardener in, in submission to God, in submission to what God wants to do in our lives. Submitting even to, to God, cutting things out of our lives that, that we think we want, that we think we need, that maybe even we think we deserve. Staying connected to the vine. Staying connected in, our, in a vital relationship with Jesus as the source of our life who gives us the ability to produce fruit and staying connected to each other to love each other as Jesus loved us to be connected to support each other to live in a family and live in a community let's pray and just ask god to remind us of these things and show us what that looks like in our lives god thank you for this teaching thank you jesus for this parable that that uses this earthly example of the vine and the branches and the gardener to show us how important it is for us to be connected, to stay connected to you, God, to our Creator, to the one who has plans for us, to the one who gives us purpose in life, to stay connected to you, Jesus, who is the source of all life, who ultimately connects us to, to you, God, God the Father, because it's through you, Jesus, that we can have life and we can be restored to right relationship with God. God, help us to stay connected to you, Jesus, to have a vital and a growing relationship with you. And God, help us to not try and do this by ourselves. To recognize God that you've put us in family that you've put us together and told us to to love each other as you Jesus have loved us God help us to stay connected in all these areas and in doing so God equip us and help us to to produce fruit not just a little fruit and not just fruit of Of kind of a mediocre quality but God good fruit and abundant fruit as we live our lives with each other in the community around us may our lives be a blessing to all around us in Jesus name we pray amen